This week on Emerge Mobile First, a conversation with M. Setu, president of mobile services at SAP. I have always innovated, uh, you know, in my entire career, you know, including my college careers and things like that to look at like how I can make people's life easier. I have one mantra that I always basically follow, which is I want to make complex things, you know, simple and simple things automatic. Welcome to Mobile First. You'll find bonus tools, expanded information, and key takeaways on our website, EmergeMobileFirst.com. For a quick and effective way to level up your mobile strategy, again, that's EmergeMobileFirst.com. This episode is value-packed. We explore making complex things simple and simple things automatic with our guest, M. Setu. We'll hear about his Kung Fu Panda philosophy, his experience and takeaways at Mobile World Congress, with a closer look at why hyperconnectivity is critical to the world's mobile users now and in the future. M. Setu is president of SAP Mobile Services, the global leader in enabling mobile interconnect, mobile engagement, and mobile insight services for mobile operators, financial institutions, and enterprises. With more than 25 years of experience in enterprise products and business, M. Setu spent the majority of his career at Sybase as Chief Product Officer, building world-class OLTP and OLAP database systems that power majority of trading systems in capital markets. Setu, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited to have you here. Hey, Jordan, thank you very much. Like, uh, Looking forward to this. This is my first podcast. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, so I'll make sure to go really easy on you then. We're oh, thank we're you. excited to yeah. have you. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I like to start with uh, what you're passionate about, me personally, you know, how and why things work, being an entrepreneur. So what, what are the things that, that you're passionate about and why are you passionate about them? So I'm always basically a, a guy who knows what is in it, like, I mean, why things work, right? How things are successful and, uh, you know, and I think it is... It's it's all falls into some kind of an innovation, entrepreneurship, you know, like uh, and pragmatic, uh, you know, like discoveries and things like that. I always basically thought the customer is the best, you know, source of uh, ideas and you know, like uh, creativity. Like I mean, the demand and the desire. You know, like uh, I have always innovated, uh, you know, in my entire career, you know, including my college careers and things like that, to look at like how I can make people's life easier. I have one mantra that I always basically follow, which is I want to make complex things, you know, simple and simple things automatic, right? And that basically helps us in productivity. That helps us to basically make our life to basically do more things, more different things, you know, uh, read a book or like uh, go for a biking, walking, you know, other things that you can do, right? I mean, like rather than being, you know, like mired in work life all the time, right? That's, That's what it is like, yeah. No, I love that. Make complex simple and make simple automated. That's something that we'll we'll quote somewhere for sure. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So I'm curious what inspired this mindset, this what created this perspective for you. And I know you have a really fascinating backstory about how you got here and how you got to your dream job. So M said who would you mind describing a little bit about your your background? Yeah. I was just reading an interesting book uh two days ago about uh, mindsets, right? I'm always of the mindset that Failure, you know, is always an option. Failure will basically help you to, you know, learn things. Failure is not a failure, that it is basically a step in in your growth, right? And I come from a, you know, family of uh, a, a really huge family, right? Uh, in fact, you know, like my grandfather 
had a profession of, uh, you know, a pastor, an Hindu pastor, so to speak, right? Uh, a priest, so to speak, right? And uh, he had 16 kids. My father was the eldest, you know, like uh, then my father had six siblings uh, or six sons. And I'm the, I can tell you like uh, from humble beginnings, I always wanted to, you know, like go and do some very interesting things, right? I mean, uh, my father was very appreciative of that, right? Helping the family, helping myself like to achieve my dreams. So in spite of a lot of, you know, uh, turmoils at uh, family and, you know, like various other things as always part of life, you know, like all these lessons help me to grow personally, you know, like spiritually, I should say, like uh, more importantly. And, uh, you know, I believe in, you know, that all people in all walks of life and all the worlds should be happy, right, and content and, you know, peaceful, right? And uh, I believe in inner peace. In fact, one of my key goals for my business unit is lots and lots of inner peace, lots and lots of happiness. I put, uh, you know, Kung Fu Panda as one of my heroes, yeah. right? Uh, nice. Uh, from a personal philosophy. Because people may think that, oh, Kung Fu Panda is basically a cartoon show, but there is some very deep meanings to what Kung Fu Panda thinks and what he can and he cannot do. Like, you know, I can tell you, I don't believe any job is really menial, right? All jobs are good. All jobs basically help you to get where you want to be. Just because I, you know, run a business doesn't mean that has been my aspiration. You can ask what's next and things like that. But I, you know, like, I mean, uh, I that's this is where I want to be, right? I mean, like, I mean, the next thing is I want nirvana, right? <laughs> I want some wisdom and realization. And that's something that's beyond the material world here. That's where I am, right? I mean, I'm very happy and content. I have a great team. Like, I mean, uh, I, you know, I think I have achieved a lot for the collective, you know, not only for individual, for the team, for the community. And, uh, you know, I should say, like, I mean, if you ask me anything else more, like, I mean, yeah, there are more things always will come when you're really happy. Right? That's how I look at it. Yeah, I love that mindset. And you, I mean, you've already started relaying a lot of this to, you know, your business focuses and the team, it sounds like. So can you maybe spend a couple of minutes in talking about, as president of mobile services at SAP, some of the main focuses uh, for you and, and your team? Yeah. First of all, I have 250, you know, Kung Fu Panda warriors, right? <laughs> <in> my, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, of different mindset. We all have different passions. We come for a collective purpose. The collective purpose is to basically bring uh, a, a successful purpose-driven business where people are happy. We make other people's happy and, you know, bring inner peace and, uh, you know, like we all work together. And that is what I do. And uh, happy people makes basically, you know, like uh, make things happen, right? All the other things that may be going on in our business, which is always stressful. Like, I mean, you know, all things are always stressful if you look at it that way. But we have done a lot of very interesting work. Let me just give a little bit of my business, right? Like, I mean, this business is one of the best kept secrets of SAP. The reasons are this, right? Like, I mean, this business is called an interconnect business. We virtually interconnect without any, you know, like subscribers and others like really paying us any money. We connect enterprises to consumers, right? The seven and a half billion consumers around the world. We connect, you know, like uh, operators around the world to make seamless communication possible, right? Be it data, be it, uh, you know, like signal or like getting a signal, you know, dial tone, be it like, uh, you know, getting a message. And all of that is achieved in the mobile space, the mobile realm, the smartphones of the world or the, you know, the mobile uh, phones of the world. Mm -hmm. And all of that is achieved through appless, you know, application capabilities. 
Uh, I'll talk about that later, but let me give you some very interesting data. We reach around 99% of all world mobile subscribers, you know, like directly or indirectly, and most of them directly. We generate about a billion messages per day. We have done about 4 trillion messages, uh, you know, as of December. All these social channels and others, we, we use our interconnect messaging service, you know, like around the world, right? This is something that uh, very interesting. Uh, and this is what, what we do for our living, right? And you can ask, oh, what is this business model here? The business model is very simple. We are in a business where uh, enterprises want to directly connect to the consumers, right? We help in connecting the consumers anywhere, anytime in the world. Let me give you a story. Okay. There is a small island off uh, New Zealand coast called Kiribati. You may not know for your, uh, you know, the listeners here, uh, Jordan, like uh, they should Google Kiribati and get some interesting facts. And how do you spell that? K-I-R-I-B-A-T-I, Kiribati. Kiribati, cool. And I'll link to that in the show notes too, so that people can go directly to it. One, one fine morning, the premier of this uh, country, uh, it's a small Pacific island, told the uh, citizens, uh, fellow citizens, you know, tomorrow onwards, you're going to drive the right side of the road. By the way, the time is basically changed, you know, like 22 hours uh, behind. By the way, we are submerging in the water in 10 years. We will all need to move to another place. So the premier said, don't worry, I've got 1,000 square miles of land, you know, off the coast of Fiji, like, uh, and uh, we'll all be safe. What is the backdrop of this story? The interesting thing is we connect to the subscribers of the mobile users of this small island, you know, 100%, right? So if you're basically going to go for a vacation and you want to basically get there, and we are the people who know how to basically connect to the people and, you know, help you to make the travel arrangements, help you to make, get to know what it is, where you can stay and all of that, right? That's very interesting. Uh, so that's the power of our interconnect, right? That's the power of our reach. You know, like, I mean, nobody can beat us because SAP is a company that basically does around 70%, more than 70% of world GDP runs on SAP. All of these enterprise companies, Fortune 5, 10, 15, 20, 100, and 2,000 of them all want to reach the consumers. And we help SAP and SAP customers to basically digitalize everything that they do any processes, any new business models directly connecting to the consumers. So, uh, Sethu, could you maybe talk about a company that you've worked with to enable this connection so that maybe we can have a more tangible uh, understanding, you know, uh, maybe a company that we would recognize, like a household name that you've helped to make this connection, how, how they leverage this technology? I can give you, uh, not to name the names, Okay. I can give you the top 10 social networking companies all use our services, right? Okay. And each one of them have billion subscribers to their social networks, right? A messaging, be it a messaging app that is very popular widely or be it, uh, you know, like a, a friendly um, app for like, you know, like connecting or be it a, a ubiquitous search company, you know, all of them like, uh, or a bank, one of the top three banks in the world, like, you know, all of them use us. You may be wondering why do, why do they need you, right? Mm. I can tell you, like, uh, for the 99% of the time, there is, though, there is, even though there is data that is available these days, you know, mobile data, that is, SMS, right, and messaging is a key part of it. Like, I mean, they all use it for various use cases, right? Every time you log into a social network, they want to make their, you know, identity of their subscribers and the, the network customers 
uh, very safe. They use it for one-time PIN. They use it for password protection. They use it for two-factor authentication. There is also use for, they want to ask in a bank scenario, they want to basically ask the customers, how's their experience has been, right? They constantly want to improve their experience, right? And uh, they basically do surveys through just simple SMS, right? Ask them, hey, what is this? Like, I mean, do you like our, you know, like the way we basically do our application? Do you like the way we basically engage? Like, I mean, how's our teller experience? All of that is, you know, like bringing an immersive experience to the consumers, right? Into the enterprise. And, uh, you know, this is how customers basically use our services today. But that is not the only thing. We are going to basically get into, we connect the 100% of the humans. But then we are also connecting, you know, starting very soon, we'll also be connecting the billions and zillions of devices the same way that we are connecting the humans today. So I think from the consumer side, we can all relate. It's about the experience and we, it all just, it just happens. But I think that, you know, it's really easy to overlook how it happens, why it's happening. And that's where SAP comes in, right? It's that underlying foundation that allows these enterprises to have these experiences and connect to the users. Am I getting that right? Yeah, absolutely. I'll give an example, right? Like I recently talked to a construction company at Mobile World Congress, right? This construction company was asking us, like, I mean, what is, you know, connectivity is there. Like everybody talks about VR and everybody talks about AR and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. By the way, at the Mobile World Congress, I, you know, it used to be a mobile show, it became an automobile show last year, and this year it was completely an automobile show. So now I cannot say whether it's a mobile show or an automobile show or autos basically trying to run, you know, automatically on mobile, you know, like technology. So anyway, so this is an interesting scenario. But going back to this construction company, they were basically telling me like, hey, I have like billions and zillions of, you know, like devices and uh, I have like uh, crews, uh, a million, you know, people, contingency labor working for me right around the world, right, on various projects. I want to make sure that I basically care for their security, where they are, what they do, you know, are they safe and all of that. Uh, I want to make sure my assets, right, uh, a million dollar assets or $10 million assets or even a, you know, a flange or a screwdriver, whatever it is, like, I mean, all basically accounted for. Right. In such a way that, uh, you know, I know what it is, where it is, you know, whether it is in the safe hands. Right. I mean, it's not reaching to other, uh, you know, like uh, criminals or otherwise and other things. Mm -hmm. Thirdly, like, I mean, they want to know how do I basically make, you know, like my employees, you know, like engage because they are they are in remote locations where there is not enough connectivity, except, you know, just they will barely get signals to send messages. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right. Through the telco networks and things like that. So this is where we come in, right? Like, I mean, we can basically help to enable these things, these the flange or the screwdrivers, the lathe machines, the drill pits and things like that and help them to, you know, like get information, you know, somewhat unique to them and help them in, you know, like uh, preventive maintenance, help them to do asset management, help them to really understand what it is. Or for that matter, if it is people related, we can really make sure where they are where they are you know like resources are you know like allocated what they are doing how they are doing like i mean so it is the overall wellness of the people right like i mean and finally we can basically help to create new business models for this construction company like i mean there are a lot of smart cities and things like that coming around the world right this construction company can basically say 
I can basically take over, you know, multiple cities, not only build roads and railroads and flyovers and various other things like waterways and other things. I can just take over and manage end-to-end, you know, like governance, end-to-end, good water supply, good, uh, you know, like air quality and, and all of that. And this is a completely new model for a construction company to basically bring, right? Mm-hmm. What will be a project basis rather than that, it will be a lifelong commitment to, you know, work with the humanity, lifelong co- commitment to work with the social uh, environment and lifelong commitment to work with the, you know, the people around the world who make the biggest impact. Right. And I just think the ultimate value, like you've said several times, is you're able to interact with the consumer on this micro interaction level, but do so at just insane scale across an entire organization. Absolutely. And that's what is going to happen, right? Because more and more people are getting mobile phones, right? I mean, like more and more people who are unconnected will be connected, right? There is a significant amount of projects that is going on by, you know, like Google, Facebook, and, uh, you know, various other uh, local and global players, right? And once you do that, it will basically democratize the ability to know what is happening around the world, right? Once you democratize it, like, I mean, the, the next thing is going to be people are going to realize, like, I mean, what other things that they could do, right? You know, like, uh, I'll give an example. About seven years ago, when uh, eight years ago, when we acquired, uh, uh, you know, this company, which was part of Sybase, we used to talk about a story called Umbrella Ladies in Kenya. This is 10 years ago, before, uh, you know, Apple Pay and, you know, like uh, Samsung Pay and Google Pay and all of that uh, came in, right? There is no e-commerce. And we had e-commerce through our division where a lady was sitting under an umbrella in a hot searing sun in Kenya, right? And uh, becoming a human teller for farmers who are in remote location. All she has is a simple, you know, the Nokia phone, like uh, the old phone, the beautiful, charming, small phone that is, you know, like what we call future phone now. It is not a smartphone, but it is really smart. You know, you can basically send money, uh, deposit money to her, and she will send a simple SMS, and people will withdraw money from her. Like, I mean, you know, that kind of power to get there, right? I mean, like right. now we are making it even better 10, day, 10, 10 years later to have that seamless digital commerce. But the power of that, like appless apps and through messaging and through mobile is incredible. And so what do you see coming next? I mean, I've, I've seen a couple of the things that you've mentioned about wearables and that being, you know, a next logical evolution of smartphones and even how, you know, that could be a safer, better integrated experience for heavy industrial and healthcare. So I guess, can you maybe talk about some of the things that you see coming next and then some of the industries these might touch and how they might be applied? So I, I take it in a, in a slightly different way, right? I'm not basically trivializing or like trying to, you know, like Mobile World Congress uh, was another interesting experience. Uh, I was there like 10 days ago. Like uh, I'll give some interesting examples here. Okay. We all talk about, if, if, you, if you went to Mobile World Congress, um, like there are about 100,000 people there are lots and lots of queues waiting for the gaming experience of AR and VR and things like that. I would like to take a different approach of governance and well-being and making, you know, like poor people and the people who are unconnected and not able to basically, you know, get to the social structure where we want to be, where every human should be successful, right? And, you know, like uh, aspire and uh, realize their dreams, which is the following, right? Like uh, I'll give a, a, you know, simple example. 
to me at the end of the day connectedness the hyper connectivity you know the empathy to consumers from the enterprise and we showing as a enterprise software company showing the empathy that uh, you know our ceo bill mcdermott has talked about uh, is very very critical right a lot of technology is coming technology is growing at an exponential you know like phase and fast i cannot basically tell you how how far we have come in you know like uh, making use of this technology but to me the hyper connectivity is critical anywhere and everything is connected people there are still you know even though we have 99% connectivity to the world mobile subscribers there are you know billions of more who are not connected yet right we believe that uh, you know we can help through our you know technology through our services to help in connecting these um, unconnected people around the world in helping them to you know like make their life better so how do we do that first way is to manage their money better right so that they can basically you know like send the money in a proper channel they can support their people you know through digital commerce right to support their you know like family and themselves to you know know how to save money these are something that you could do with your mobile you don't need to worry about whether you have really you know currency or you have digital currency right these things are very very critical right to me if you ask me from a full market category connectivity followed by various value added services to help in you know like bringing you know the people up to a scale where everybody is successful is what is going to basically drive this world in that model there will be a lot of technologies like artificial intelligence you know machine learning the chatbots and iot and various other things all going to come together but at the end of the day to me i think collectively the humans are going to get better right we are all going to get better the society is going to get better with these technologies that's a really cool perspective so and i just want to reiterate some of it and so just to essentially when you talk about like the ar vr some of the some of the things that are out there you're more referring to those as like a, a shiny new thing that's almost like a bell and whistle but the thing that is coming next and and really the thing to focus on is raising that bottom standard you know, bringing up kind of collectively everybody to allow that hyper connectivity and doing that once we once we're able to establish that connectivity, then we're looking at things like AI, machine learning, Internet of Things and, and these sort of things to increase the value there. And so got it. OK, cool. So to me, when you, if you ask that to just say what is coming next, I think more connectivity, right? This hyper connectivity is going to basically be the most critical thing right and then all the value added service on top of it will help most the you know to start with the developed nations but then it will also help the developing countries got it very cool and so i mean you've talked about mobile world congress a couple times and uh, how it's been auto focused and things of that nature can you maybe talk about one or two things that are a topic or trend that you thought was interesting or maybe unexpected that you saw there as i mentioned this old automobile was very unexpected right but but to me most important thing is last year uh, there was a lot of activity around m commerce the mobile commerce right the mobile payments and things like that i believe the following uh, mobile is ubiquitous right it will have a significant impact that nobody could basically think of right you know the steam uh, engines you know various other things that have helped to basically industrialize this it has helped you know like uh, and it has made impact to certain population not across the board maybe indirectly definitely but this mobile technology here like will have a direct impact to everyone around the world here right 
And to me, that was very crucial. And anything that and everything that we do, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, I'm being altruistic about like, I mean, we should worry about only about humans and others. Of course, we did. We do need to. And there is a lot of, uh, you know, enterprises can basically grow their business through various other providing services to the consumers and the customers of it. But there are several things that came out, right? Like, I mean, barring the, uh, you know, the AR, VR focused on the developed nations, I would call it, right? of like, uh, you know, what all things that we could do with new technologies, which is very important in my opinion, right? And the same thing with artificial intelligence, uh, you know, and machine learning and all of that as well, very important. Robotics are, you know, all of that is very crucial. The selfless driving cars are crucial as well, you know, the drone technology. But at the same time, I believe, you know, like I should say, I was a little bit disappointed. The Mobile World Congress did not bring a bigger impact to the developing nations, right? What all things that you could do, right? Like, I mean, how can we basically bring a seamless m-commerce, seamless m-payment services, right? So that uh, you know anybody and everybody can you know like help in the poor people around the world to know you know what is going on in the world, you know, to help in education, uh, you know, through this connectivity, through this you know hyper connectivity, help in digital commerce, help in you know like you know, bringing sustainability and other, you know, like uh, aspects that are crucial to us to at least to become a main pillar, the social responsibility as a main pillar. I think that's, uh, you know, that was something was not there. But I would say like, I mean, you know, it helps us genuinely, like we had about 500 meetings with all our partners and, you know, like customers and others, like, I mean, it was, um, you know, eight to eight, like uh, was very busy for us. Like, I mean, you know, where else you can basically meet people who come from, you know, countries where uh, we normally will not be able to visit them, right? Like, as, as I said, Kiribati is another one, country, uh, you know, country that where people came from there, like, I mean, we helped them to, you know, like we connected with them. And so this is uh, something cool. That is awesome. And with that, in the same vein, you know, what is what is one of the coolest things that you're working on right now that you want everyone to uh, check out? The coolest one is basically, I would say um, two things. One is using our technology you know, the mobile uh, ambient data. Uh, we are looking at, uh, you know, people security uh, as uh, as a key part, like, I mean, like, I mean, people and people related, you know, like the connectedness of the people, so to speak, right? Um, bringing, bringing technology and people together, right? That's something that we are working on. You know, that's really cool. The other one is IoT, right? By virtualizing all network operations and, you know, like uh, bringing something of like uh, enabling every enterprises to become their own mini operators, right, in many ways. Coupled with our SAP's, you know, gamut of solutions in extended supply chains, uh, you know, the platform, the SAP cloud platform, and the uh, connectedness that we bring, right? I, I believe that, you know, nobody has that kind of breadth, right, an end-to-end solution. Everybody is in a niche player. We are a full, you know, like a player of solutions, you know, platforms and connectedness to all of these. So I know SAP is just a massive digital resource. Uh, so where specifically would you like us to go to uh, follow some of these things? Beginning of this is like, I mean, uh, our CEO has talked about like our digitalization strategy. I would say like, I mean, I strongly take this and I take this as a mantra and I follow Bill, you know, to his vision and realize his vision or like, I mean, our mission uh, you know, to basically bring, you know, digitalization to our enterprise customers through our software and services, you know, and showing the empathy to the customer. So you can start with sap.com. 
I would say. And uh, most importantly, you know, like the last mile connectedness that we bring on my business brings is in, if you go to sap.com slash SAP mobile services, and by the way, we are like changing our name to digital interconnect, right? I mean, that makes more sense to given that the uh, hyperconnectivity that we bring, right? And, uh, so sap.com uh, to start with, and then sap.com slash SAP mobile services. Well, yeah, thank you. And I'll link to all these in the show notes for everyone to go and, and check out. And also make sure to tune in this Friday to our rapid fire round where M. who will be sharing some of his most valuable resources. M. who, you know, thanks again for taking the time to join us today. It was a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, Jordan. Like, I uh, really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Make sure to tune in this Friday where M. Setu shares his resources in a rapid fire round. He mentions a few app games you're going to want to check out. And I'm always happy to be a resource in any way that I can. So visit EmergeMobileFirst.com to reach out to me directly or for additional insights, resources, and bonus tools that can help catapult your organization to the next level. Until next time, think mobile first.